0: Hello, this is Aban from newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 10th of December. After a trade union affiliated to the RSS was chosen to represent Indian workers at a regional meet of the International Labour Organization, a panel has urged the Narendra Modi government to consult all stakeholders before taking such decisions, the Hindu reported. This comes after a complaint by 10 central trade unions about not being allowed to participate in the International Labour Organization's 17th Asia-Pacific Regional Meeting which concluded yesterday in Singapore. The ARPM's Credentials Committee said that the 10 unions indicated that the centre facilitated the participation of only the Bharatiya Mazdoor Sangh which like the BJP government was part of the RSS umbrella. They alleged that the BMS was nominated without any consultations. The central government's response was part of the Credentials Committee's report cited by the Hindu. It said, and I quote, In a written communication addressed to the committee at its request, the government explained that the BMS was the largest trade union in the country with the highest verified representation of all recognized trade unions. Therefore, in accordance with Article 15 of the Rules of Regional Meetings and in the spirit of giving voice to more workers, it nominated the workers' delegate." An advisor from the BMS, unquote. It also pointed out that the invitation only specified one employer's delegate and one worker's delegate. Had there been scope for more participants to be nominated, it would have been in a position to consider others as well, it said, citing the central government's reply. Meanwhile, speaking to the Hindu at the sidelines of the summit, Union Labour Secretary and Vice Chairperson of the 17th APRM, Arthi Ahuja said, and I quote, the inflationary trend is probably much higher in other countries. In India, we are still below double-digit inflation. We don't have that kind of runaway inflation as is happening in other countries. The consumer price index for workers doesn't show that there is any major problem as far as inflation is concerned. Unquote. Cyclone Mandos has now weakened into a deep depression after wreaking havoc in 12 districts of Tamil Nadu and areas in Andhra Pradesh and Puducherry. It made landfall in Mamalapuram, 30 km from Chennai on Friday night, resulting in heavy rainfall and squally winds in several areas along the coast of Tamil Nadu. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin said that four people have died in rain-related incidents and 151 houses have been damaged. He said authorities are taking stock of the devastation. He visited coastal areas in Chennai and distributed food to affected residents. Pronounced as Mandos, it means treasure box in Arabic, And is a slow-moving cyclone which absorbs a lot of moisture, gaining strength in the form of wind speeds. In Chennai, trees were uprooted, low-lying areas were waterlogged and the power supply was disrupted with the city receiving 115.1 mm of rainfall over 24 hours, ending at 5.30 am, according to the India Meteorological Department. 13 domestic and 3 international flights were cancelled from Chennai. As the cyclone is set to further weaken into a depression, light to moderate rainfall is predicted in most places in Tamil Nadu. Educational institutes were shut in Chennai and several other districts due to the weather forecast. Nearly 16,000 police personnel and 1,500 home guards have been deployed for relief and rescue tasks. Disaster response teams are on standby. The Congress is yet to finalize a name for the Chief Minister's position after its poll victory in Himachal Pradesh and pressure is mounting. On Friday, Supporters of Pratibha Singh, the wife of former Congress Chief Minister Veer Bhadra Singh, gathered outside the party's Shimla office to demand her appointment. The 40 party MLA's in the Hill State later passed a one-line resolution authorising the High Command to take a decision, which is expected by Sunday. Meanwhile, sources told NDTV that Congress General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi Wadra, who party leaders credited for the victory in the Hill State, will take the final call. Along with party President Malikarjun Khadge, Priyanka Gandhi had led the party's campaign in Himachal and was closely involved in the strategy. Sources told news agency ANI that former state party chief Sukhwinder Singh Sukhu, CPL leader Mukesh Agnihotri, and party leader Rajinder Rana are considered to be in the race for the CM post. Meanwhile, in dramatic scenes in Delhi following the MCD poll results, newly elected Congress councillors Sabila Begum and Nazia Khatun and party leader Ali Mehdi returned to the party fold, hours after they joined the Aadmi Party. They also issued an apology to the Congress. Listeners, we have NL Chatbox today at 7.30pm IST and we are excited to see you at the subscribers only interaction. To participate, all you need to do is log in to the News Laundry website or app with your active subscription and visit the chat box article. The News Laundry team will be on video call. You can join as an attendee and interact with the team via the comments section. You can ask about our views on various issues, tell us what you like or dislike about our work, and of course, we welcome your critique. And in case you can't make it and have questions, you can put them in the comment section. Listeners, we have been able to raise difficult questions only because you have got our back. If you haven't already subscribed to News Laundry, please head over to our website and press that subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Pay to keep news free. A Bengaluru court has observed that a trust given a contract to carry out a voter awareness drive by the civic agency collected personal information of voters in violation of fundamental rights, the Indian Express reported. The court rejected the bail application of an official of the Chilum Educational, Cultural and Rural Development Trust. The anticipatory bail pleas of K. Srinivas, an IAS officer who was the former Deputy Commissioner of the Bengaluru Urban District and BBMP Revenue Officials Gultaj Fatima and Jyoti Lakshmi were also rejected by the Sessions Court on Thursday. The Brihat Bengaluru Mahanagara Palike had awarded the contract in August. On November 17th, the BJP government in Karnataka ordered a probe into the alleged collection of voter data by fraud and breach of trust. The opposition congress had earlier accused the BJP of collecting data and manipulating voter lists ahead of the assembly polls next year. It alleged that the trust was linked to BJP leaders from Bengaluru and was deliberately awarded the contract to favour the government. Two FIRs have been filed by the BBMP over the data collection allegations and the police have arrested 10 people so far, including four officials of the civic agency and the director of the trust. India has abstained from voting on a resolution in the United Nations Security Council to allow humanitarian aid to sanction entities. India, which currently holds the rotating presidency of the UN Security Council, was the only country that abstained from the vote. All 14 other members Voted in favor, according to PTI, the resolution was tabled by the United States and Ireland. It proposed an exemption under which the processing or payment of funds and the provision of goods and services needed to ensure the delivery of humanitarian assistance would not be considered as violations of sanctions. Ruchira Kamboj, India's permanent representative to the United Nations, said that the country's concerns emanate from proven instances of terrorist groups taking full advantage of such humanitarian carve-outs and making a mockery of sanctioned regimes, including that of the 1267 Sanctions Committee. Under the United Nations 1267 Al-Qaeda Sanctions Committee regime, any member state of the world body can propose that an individual or an entity be declared as a terrorist or terrorist group. Kambot said that terrorist organizations must not be allowed to misuse the humanitarian cover to expand their activities. She also said such exemptions must not lead to mainstreaming of terrorist organizations. An Indian animator is among two individuals and seven entities in the list of new US sanctions for providing material support to, acting on behalf of, or being owned by North Korea's government-run animation studio, SEK, which utilized its workers to provide low-cost labor. The American decision came on Friday, on the occasion of the International Anti-Corruption Day and on the eve of International Human Rights Day. Deepak Subhash Jadav is an India-based director of FunSaga PTE Limited. And has entered a contract with SEK to produce an animation project, said the U.S. Department of the Treasury. Payments were handed out to Huanzhou Import and Export Trade Limited and Yansheng Three Line One Point Animation Limited. Among those imposed sanctions on are Kim Myung-shol, based in France; Everlasting Empire Limited, based in Hong Kong; Tianfang Holding Limited, based in Hong Kong; Fujian Nanan Import and Export Company, based in China; Limited Liability Company Kinwatis. Based in the Russian Federation and Fansaga PTE Limited, based in Singapore, Deepak Subhash Jadav, based in India, Yansheng Three Line One Point Animation Limited, based in China, and Kuanso Yi Import and Export Trade Company Limited, based in China. Jadav, Fansaga PTE Limited, and Kinoatis LLC are being designated for having materially assisted, sponsored, or provided financial, material, or technological support for, or good source services to, or in support of, S.E.K., the Treasury Department said in a press release. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.